going guys this is John with photography chronicles and have you ever considered creating your own podcast crazy right but let me tell you head over to anchor.fm it's a website it's an app it's the easiest way to produce and put out your own personal podcast best part about it it's free free that's right you can produce your own content put it out distributed to places like apple spotify google play everywhere if you've ever wanted to make your own podcast that is the best and easiest way to do it that's what we use and once again thank you for tuning in to photography chronicles see you soon Okay, everybody, so first and foremost, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Photography Chronicles. I am John, and I will be your host and only person on this show for now. Um, but we're going to jump straight in. We're going to go down the rabbit hole of one of the most important questions that I get that any photographer gets uh or really i guess anybody in any type of like creative industry and that is gear dun, dun, dun. yes so uh with photography everybody's like bigger is better you know the the more expensive your camera is the better the photograph that it'll help you create and there's a reason that i say help you create okay and that reason is simply because you create that photo yes the camera processes the photo but you're the one who composites composites listen to me you're the one who sets everything up you make sure the frame is nice you make sure your subject is in focus your aperture your beautiful lighting is just crispy on the on on whatever you're photographing okay that's that's the key um, but I, I digress. Going back to the question, uh, is, is gear, you know, what gear to use? I've heard it said before and probably the best advice that I have ever gotten when you ask, what gear do I need? I don't, I don't have a camera, you know, what, what, what's the best camera to get? The best camera to have, okay, listen, it's a secret. It's a secret because apparently nobody else knows this. But the absolute best camera to get or to have is the one that you already have at your disposal. Let's be real. Everybody's got a camera. Everybody has a camera. Yes, it might be your iPhone, but it's a camera. The If you have a newer iPhone or a newer Android the photography capabilities of those devices is just mind-blowing. Can you take something at 50 megapixels? No, maybe not. But can you take something that's going to be super crispy? You could throw it into a mobile platform to edit it, like Instagram maybe. You could throw it into the mobile version of Photoshop or even the, photo ver or the mobile version of Photoshop. 
Lightroom, and you can doctor it up, you can make it look how you want, and boom, you've got a crispy photo, and you've got crispy editing going, just be careful with the editing. There's a difference between a professional looking photograph and then something that looks like you threw 12 Instagram filters on it. There is a such thing as over editing. Let that sink in for a minute. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's always been the, the best camera to have. The best camera to have is the one you already have. Now, let's go a little further. Okay. Most people don't know what they want to take a photo of. That's okay. You know, part of being a photographer is learning every second of every day of every month of every year of every everything, 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 everything. It's all learning. And that's okay if you don't know what you want to do. But if you are fortunate, okay, you're very fortunate enough to know what you want to do. Certain camera bodies do cater to things more than others. And when I say that, if you're going to shoot sport photography, okay, you want to look for something that might have a higher frame rate. Something that's going to shoot, uh, I would say, at least 10, 10 frames a second. Um, something that's got that, um, uh, that, that shutter speed. I think I shoot with a Nikon. And we're going to go over to brand in a minute, okay? Because brand is another thing. What brand should I get? Should I get Nikon? Should I get Canon? Should I get Sony? Should I get uh, anything, you know? I'm going to stick with Nikon, Canon, and Sony. Uh, maybe Fujifilm. I don't know anything about Sony or Fujifilm. Fujifilm? Um, I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Um, but... You know, if you know what you want to do as far as photography goes and you want to be an action photographer, you then, you know, look look for something with that. But let's skip straight to the big one. Which brand do I go to? Nikon or Canon? You know, I would say those are the top two, but now you got the big one, Sony, thrown straight into it. Um, I'm going to tell you it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The only thing I will tell you is if you have a camera already... Um, it is easier that if you go to upgrade your camera, you get something with the same brand, not because you're a loyalist, but because you already know the interface. You know how the menu system works. And normally that doesn't change a whole lot from camera to camera within the same brand. Um, now, here's where your investment in gear comes in. Your biggest investment in photography, other than in yourself, wink, wink, is your glass. And when I say glass, I mean your lenses. Because your lenses are bay, literally. They cost more, and they're interchangeable throughout your bodies. So if you get a Nikon, say you start with a very low Nikon, um, well, a Nikon's kit I want to say it's like a 3600 or 3700. It's a basic model Nikon. It's a DSLR camera. Normally it comes with a kit lens, which is like 18 to 55 and then like 55 to 200. Um, you know, just bare, bare things to get you going. If you got that, that could work for a while. Can you shoot a wedding with it? Yeah, if you choose to, you know. 
Would I shoot a wedding with it? No. And believe me, I have tried. <laughs> it was a very difficult thing, but it wasn't the camera's fault. It was operator error at the time. Um, but your lenses, your lenses are where it is. If I could tell you anything, it's to invest in your lens. And at that point, your lenses, and we're not going to go into what lens is the best lens, because that's going to depend on what you want to shoot. Some lenses are better at portraits. Some lenses are better for wildlife. Some lenses are better for street photography and landscape. And just, it's a rabbit hole that you need to kind of know this is where I want to go. I want to do street photography. So start Googling. What's the best lens for street photography? Well, if you're going to do wide angles, you want to get a nice wide frame. You know, it's just, that's, that's the way to go. Um, but once again, guys, if you don't know, it's okay. Because it's a learning process. The only thing I will say is that once you start investing in lenses, especially if you invest into a higher-end uh, lens, let's say you've been shooting for a little bit, um, you, you bought your Nikon D30 whatever 100, and I say it like that because I think my first, my first camera was a Nikon D60. It was sold to me super cheap. Um, and then I went to a 3200, no, I went to a 3100 and then a 3300, which let me tell you, the 33 through the 31 was a drastic difference in itself. And it's the same camera, just newer. Um, but, oh, I'm going down a rabbit hole myself. Forgive me. But what I will tell you is that once you start investing in that lens, that's where you need a stick. Um... And I, I'm, I'm already backtracking. I'm sorry. I was rambling. I lost it. And boom, I think we're back on track. What I was saying is that your, your, say, say you look for a nice 70 to 200 um, telephoto lens. Okay. That's a real popular lens. It's a real nice lens. It's probably what I would say. Is like the next, that's your first big boy, big girl, big person lens. Um, it's a 70 to 200 um, no, to get a, a average one. I would say it's like the 2.8, you know, um, but they're, they're pretty pricey. Like if I were to get a Nikon 70 to 200, 2.8, you know, uh, telephoto lens, well, you're looking at uh, a little over two grand, you know, maybe two and a half. That's two thousand dollars. You know, let's say say you found one on sale for two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars. Now that's an investment, don't you think? If you are putting two thousand dollars on a lens, and say you got an, uh, a camera body, a uh, 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 a middle grade, maybe not a high-end professional body, but a middle grade body. Say you pay eighteen hundred for it. Well, right there, you're already buying a lens that costs more than your camera body. Okay, that's where you should start to develop what you want to do with brand. Because if you buy a two thousand dollar lens here, and then you buy a six thousand dollar lens over here, and you know you buy another two thousand dollar lens. Right here, I mean, you know, at that point, you're 10 grand in lenses. 
Okay. Ten grand. You know, and so, I mean, is that a big expense? Yes, it is. But say you're looking at your camera. You're like, man, I'm really done with Nikon. You know, it's just, it's a pain in the butt. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to switch to Canon. That's fine. Canon makes some fantastic cameras. And Canon is even said to have the best glass. Here's where your issue is. Those lenses that you bought will probably have the F mount, which is meant for Nikon only. What are you going to do about your lenses when you switch to Canon? You see what I mean? So... You're going to have to decide, and some people, there are some cases to where people switch their whole kit, their body, their lenses, they do it. And I mean, keep in mind, lenses hold value. That's why you make sure you take care of them. And then you can always sell them into the new kit. But some people don't want to do that. Some people will shoot Nikon for the rest of their God-given life. And that's okay. Some people will shoot Canon same way some people will switch from canon to sony or maybe to fuji or maybe to even i mean if you got the big spenders leica i don't know anything about leica you know why i am too poor to know anything about leica we're gonna be real right there um so bottom line you know this is this, this is all i'll tell you get a camera Start shooting and then go from there. If you're fortunate enough to borrow a camera, even better. If you're fortunate enough to get a camera that comes with a lens already, even better. It doesn't need to be Wi-Fi capable. You don't have to be able to tether shoot it. You don't have to be able to like uh, leave it on this long, long time lapse. Now, if that's something you want to do, you want to make sure you get a camera body that's capable of doing that. But at the end of the day, it goes back to what I said in the first place. The best gear is the gear you already have. Or get the cheapest stuff, you know, to start. Get it down, learn your fundamentals, your ISO, your aperture, your shutter speed. Those are all, all different things. I'll give you a little bit of insight on the gear that I use. So right now, I have one camera body that I use, and it's a Nikon D500. To me, that was a great purchase. That was a fantastic purchase. My only complaint that at the time, I wasn't aware of. I spent all the money on a Nikon D500, and it came with a kit lens. But I spent, I think at the time, it was about 2700 for the camera and the kit lens. Now I was upgrading from a D uh, from a D thirty three hundred to a D five hundred, and that is a big, big upgrade. As a matter of fact, the D five hundred size wise alone looks like it could eat the D thirty three hundred. Um, and then the kit lens is like a sixteen to uh, eighty which is a fantastic lens. I use it for everything. As a matter of fact, I have one other lens and it's a real small nifty 50. It's a 50 millimeter 1.8 lens that I almost never use because I'm so hooked on my kit lens. But I've shot everything from uh, a wedding with it. I've shot headshots and portraits 
and um, I, I use it for what I primarily shoot, which is, believe it or not, boudoir. And and it, it just gives you a great range. My one thing that I didn't care about, but I wasn't knowledgeable about at the time of purchase, was that the Nikon D500 is not a full-frame camera. So, if you're going professional and you're putting out the money, the only thing that I would advise is to go full frame. You know, and if you don't know the difference between full frame and uh, uh, crop sensor, just to kind of dumb it down real quick, is basically when you're using a DX form, Matt, which is a, a crop sensor on, on the uh, Nikon series, it's, it's got like a one, one and a half magnify, like one and a half inch crop. So whenever you're looking at something, it's kind of cutting off like 1.5 of it. Where full frame, you're seeing the full picture. Literally, it is what it is. Um, anybody you know who's shooting professional is more than likely using a full frame camera. More than likely. Um, but... I unfortunately am not. Now my next camera that I go to upgrade to, because I've had the D500 now for about three years, not too long. And uh, once I decide to retire that as my main gig, then I, I will go with something full frame. Um, I would probably go with something mirrorless at this point, because mirrorless cameras are on the up and up. Um, but that's just me. So we're going to end that right here. We're going to keep this real short, real simple. Let's do a recap. What's the best gear to get? The best gear to get is the best gear that you already have. Good job, whoever answered that. Um, uh, the lens, you already got a lens? Use it. If you don't have a camera, you don't have a lens, pull out your phone. Most people are rocking newer iPhones. If you are worried about photography, I promise you're worried about the camera that's on your phone. You probably have a million selfies or a million pictures of friends. Use that bad boy. Pop it up. They even have a time-lapse feature on the iPhone now. Make it happen. Keep on going. And uh, if you guys have any questions, you can reach me through uh, the Anchor app. You can reach me through my website, johnlandryphotography.com. Or uh, you can shoot me an email, which you can find on johnlanderphotography.com. Um, if you have any questions, don't don't hesitate to ask, guys. And uh, I'll see you around. Also, thank you for anybody who has stuck it out this long and dealt with all the sound in the background of the dishwasher and the dryer. <laughs> see you guys soon.